The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg, and on a Thursday, nationally televised game, the Oakland Raiders defeat the Kansas City Chiefs in prime time, baby. I love it. That and more here on show 494. All right, Raider Nation, on today's show, we will have the post game for the Kansas City. Oh, 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 uh, <coughs> talk about choking. They choke big time. I love it. That and the pregame for the Bills, real short one, because Randy's on vacation. He's got bad internet. It's not looking good. We're trying to get the show out. Um, I have to have the flu. Whatever. We're going to get it done today for the Raider Nation. You can guarantee it. On a beautiful, blustery evening, Thursday, at the Oakland Coliseum, the Raider Nation was in the house. A lot of stress, tough talk, we we're on a four-game losing streak, and we're skidding hard into a primetime game, which we haven't done very well at lately. Things were looking bleak until the first play of the game. They were handing out white towels. We came through the turnstiles. It was awesome. I knew it was going to be a special game. I just didn't know how special once we got into the stadium. The entire team of the 1967 AFL champions were there, except for the ones that have passed, of course. But it was amazing to have them celebrated at this contest, this nationally televised game. What a game! Tonight, because it's the Raiders and the Chiefs, this is your season here. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. There is no tomorrow. Here's a flea flicker. Lynch back to Derek Carr. They're throwing for the bomb. And it's caught by Amari Cooper. Touchdown! Raiders! Looking left as Derek now comes back right. Now throws off the scene. Caught. First down. Amari Cooper. Throws a dart, a seam route deep in the air. Caught a deflected ball, caught for a touchdown. I could not foresee this thing happening to you. Now throws a big one over the middle. Caught by Amari Cooper. Takes a big hit from Ron Parker. Spins off of it. The Raiders are on the Chief 41 yard line. Car throws middle. Caught Jared Cook. The Raiders are alive. First down inside the 30-yard line. Derek going to throw for the end zone. Caught! It is caught! Touchdown! Hold the phone. It's going to be no good. The ruling on the field has changed. The run was down by contact at the one-half yard line. 
they've run a fade route. Call! Michael Crabtree! Oh, they're going to put it. That'll be fine. Oh, that's a pass interference. interference. They're going to wave it off. That's a 10-second run. do a whole lot there. That's a 10-second run off, too. The game will be over. They're going to call in for an offensive P.I. on Peters. It was not a 10-second runoff there because the play clock was dead. Steps up. Throws middle. It's incomplete. A fly is down. This will be a holding foul on the Chiefs. Derek Carr going to lob one for the end zone. Juggling a flag down. came down again. They're going to get a hold on the Chiefs. They're going to go half the distance again from there. Derek going to roll left. Derek throws for the end zone, and it is Tavecchio to beat the Chiefs by a point. Snap. Hold. Giorgio has it away. Bellissimo! The Raiders win it! 31 to 30! It did go through the uprights, right? <laughs> Barely. Barely. What a game. What a crowd. Let me just say. It was amazing to hear the Raider Nation representing big time. It was huge. There's quite a bit of red in the the crowd. I was uh, not surprised. Well, I was surprised because the Chiefs the Chiefs are weak, and I will say that to any Chiefs fan, and they admit it. They don't like to come to Oakland. It's so so scary. Yeah, right. You know the Raider Nation floods their stadium at Sparrowhead every time the Raiders play. Yeah, there were some Chiefs fans in the house, some dressed in black sweatshirts or gray sweatshirts, totally giveaways. A couple of them had their jerseys on, some stuff. A lot of them talking smack. Matter of fact, right next to me, a couple of youngsters. And I said, you know, you guys are too young to remember this rivalry, (laughs) honestly. But... They didn't feel that way when they left the game. They were pretty upset and sad and blamed the refs. Wah, 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 wah. On an evening when it rained just a little, not too much, just a little, the Oakland Raiders defeat the Kansas City Chiefs 31-30. to <laughs> I could not believe it. Carr, 417 yards, 3 TDs, 29 for 52, 8 yards per pass. With no interceptions. And the quality of the football last night was just epic. And I do want to start uh, with we've been talking about what is the identity of the Raiders. Like you really had to ask. It's ACDC. It is Amari Cooper catching that oblong football from Derek Carr. And they were really on the hot seat. I mean, we were doing the show yesterday from Raiderville, Bonte. I said before the game. The biggest game of Derek Carr's career. And he's going to have many more. This just starts it. This just threw a uh, a uh, life preserver on your season. You didn't drown, you know, early in the year in week seven. You're still floating, and we can pull you out, and you can come back. There'll be a lot of big games to come. But the scrutiny on him, the scrutiny on Amari Cooper, the scrutiny on Todd Downing, I could feel it before the game. And for them to go out and play the way they played. And, and, I, and Derek is Derek. Uh, he just had a swag back last night. He just had the 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 
more of the Brett Favre than the Aaron Rodgers. I don't give a damn. He didn't throw a pick. He threw the ball 52 times last right. night. No interceptions. He almost threw he, some pick six pops. He, he almost he, he did. He almost did, but he did. Cooper, 11 catches, 210 yards, two touchdowns. In the last four games, Cooper has nine catches and 51 yards. Somebody explain that to me, will you? I don't understand it. Doobie in Daly City, thanks for calling the program. You are on with the GOAT. Please go ahead. Hey, GOAT, what's up? I just want to know if I should start Amari Cooper tonight, and if not, should I start looking to trade him? <laughs> well, if, if Amari Cooper does something in the box score tonight, Geo Storm is going to sweep the Oscars this year. <laughs> Geo Storm. Because <laughs> that movie looks like utter you-know-what. Um, so I will say this. I, you cannot trust Amari Cooper. What has he done? So last week was, what, five catches for 29 yards? The previous three weeks couldn't even get into the double digits? You know, he says, oh, the ball's going to come to me. Unless he's like Magneto and he's got, like, these, you know, magnetized powers, that that football's not going to find him. There are trust issues there between him and Derek Carr. He's leading the league in drops. He's got a 38 catch percentage. It's like 117 among all wide receivers. He's got all the talent in the world, but right now it's between the years. It is snowballed. It is a mental issue, and for him, it's going to be difficult to conquer and regain the trust of the guy throwing him the pill. So, no, you are not playing Amari Cooper. Uh, If you could trade him for 50 cents on the dollar i take the money and run follow him on twitter at yahoo noise fantasy expert from yahoo fantasy sports he's the absolute best in the business it's brad evans but i i could make the point and i'm going to right now that amari cooper is the most skilled player on this football team and you saw it last night what bothers me about amari is just his personality I, he never talks. He never. He's never down when he's down. He's never up when he's up. He's just Amari, and that, that's part of the reason when he was drafted, I loved him. And I, I heard him talking when they drafted him and his mother and the work ethic. And I remember the Heisman show and just his own soft, stated way. And you love that because you don't want a prima donna at wide receiver because uh, you got a prima donna in the offensive backfield. And I'll get to Marshawn and what he did coming up in a little bit here. But uh, Amari Cooper, what you worry about, does he have a pulse sometimes? Sometimes you worry about him, that he's just so flatliner. You love that. I, I'd like it more if he was a baseball player. And we talk about, you know, Buster Posey being a flatliner. You love that in baseball because you got to play with calmness. In football, you want a little edge. Maybe if he was a quarterback, you would like the flatliner. But he's they're trying to take his head off. So you want him to bring it out. But beyond that, he is who he is. He's, he's a, achieved all this. They are going to pick up his option. There's no way I would ever not do that. In fact, I think I'd pick it up right now, as I said, just to tell him, you're a great player. You will play great. Stop worrying about it. But last night's performance, it just shows you the ability that this guy has. From the flea for the first play of the game, they put him in the slot, Monte, and they went at Philip Gaines. (laughs) Philip Gaines is the major weakness in the Kansas City Chiefs team. He's their slot corner you know, they've had some injuries there. Steven Nelson got hurt. I don't think he's any great shakes. D.J. White, this young guy, he was inactive last night. I don't think he's anything to worry about. So it's not like they're, you know, there's somebody on the roster that's going to come here eventually. They don't have a guy that can play in the slot. If Marcus Peters is so damn good, you know, let him travel with people. Let, let him, we go to Arrowhead, 22. If you're a big, tough guy, go pick up 89 and play him all night. I don't care where we play him, but if you're going to stay over on your side and hide like a safety, 
then the, the Raiders can go right at Philip Gaines. And they went at Terrence Mitchell. They put Amari Cooper more in the slot last night than they even did against the Baltimore Ravens when E.J. Manuel was the the the, uh, the quarterback in that game. And they just they roasted, roasted Philip Gaines. And they had clever plays, deep over routes, where Amari starts in the slot on one side of the field, stays in the right slot. He runs it deep across the entire field out the left side. Philip Gaines cannot run with him on short in and out routes, Bonte. He cannot run with him on deep overs he can't run with him on anything and then you get a player like terrence mitchell who i love uh, this guy's 5'11 with long arms and when you ran the flea flicker you went at terrence mitchell and i know seth roberts was open on the play i know that tony romo and tony did a great job last night but the, the play was designed and i knew it was coming early in the game they had a flea flicker special in i don't know if it was going to be the fourth play of the game but they went right away and the first look there is deep to amari cooper and amari is one of those guys you know, he's not Julio Jones. He's not A.J. Green, where he's, you know, Kevin Durant long and just this freak. But he's big. He's 6'1". And when he gets a two-foot plant and goes off the ground, he can go get the football. He shows you that. But the all of it, you can put him in the slot. You can run him as an X-wide receiver up on the line, a split end. You can run him as a Z-wide receiver, which is a flanker. He can do anything, X, Z, slot. And then his skill set to high point the ball. But the play that I will forever remember, and he made a lot of them. You know, the play late in the game when he got crushed by Ron Parker and held that ball, got blasted right in the grill, didn't drop the ball. But the play that I remember about just how special this guy is, is when they dropped him in the zone. Gaines did not follow him. He caught that ball over the middle, Bonte, and he ran right around the whole team in red. And he turned the corner, and their safety, Murray, took a bad angle. But when he just turned and ran around him, how fast is this guy? That was six so gear, Pop. Six what gear. weakness does he have? He doesn't He's have any. He's a complete player. He doesn't have any weaknesses. And that's why it drove me crazy in the Baltimore game where he walked off the football field at the end of the game with only two targets. I love the fact that they threw at Amari Cooper 19 times. Feed this guy the ball on on the first play of the game. They set the tone and threw it to Omari Cooper. He gets a first down. And what I lo- what I also loved about Cooper, he doesn't run out of bounds. He was lowering his shoulder and trying to get extra yards yesterday. He wanted that game so damn bad, so bad he grew up. And I think this is going to work wonders for him going uh, going forward this season, Pop. I think Cooper is going to st- take a step up. He's got his confidence back. He's got his swagger back. And now he's put the league on notice and saying, hey, I'm back. I'm here to play in 2017. But, Bonte, there will be games when he does not get the football and Michael Crabtree gets the football. They play the game the way it's supposed to be played. So if they roll coverage to 89, Derek is taught not to feed the ball to 89. So I know you're all going to say, well, why did the Murray Cooper do this every game? Because that's just not the way they play football. But last night, because the way the Chiefs played, uh, and late in the game, they did bracket Amari Cooper. And uh, did uh, did uh, 89 get a single target there on the goal line late nope. in the game? Nope. No, they took him away. So you have to play. It's like the Warriors. The guy that shoots the ball is the most open guy. It's the way it is. You've got a lot of weapons on this team. This tight end had a coming out party last night. He was a beast. A beast. And a lot of big plays. Seth Roberts dropped some balls, but Crabtree ultimately scored. 
But uh, you can say whatever you want about where he was. He wasn't anywhere. E.J. Manuel missed him. When they put him in the slot against Baltimore, they, he missed him. He did. E.J. Manuel does not see the field. If that's Derek Carr, the ball's going to 89, especially when you put him in the slot. There will be games where Amari Cooper is not as involved. He's not going to get 19 targets. He may not get 19 targets the rest of the month. <laughs> but that last night, the Chiefs let him be Amari Cooper. And when, you know, they're going to put a, a, their third best corner on him and not make any adjustment. They did double him late in the game. Then, then Derek's going to go to, uh, you know, somebody else. And at the end of the game, he went to Michael Crabtree. Cook, clutch. I mean, clutch. <laughs> I mean, clutch. I mean, Patterson, one-handed grab for the third and four. These are the kind of plays you have to make in this league to win. The flea flicker. That was a great play. I mean, this, <laughs> this game will go down in history as one of the Raiders' great wins. Let me just go back to the offense. Everyone was contributing. We had Washington bull rush his way to the end zone on fourth and goal, and our third, excuse me, third and goal right through the middle, four yards maybe, but he plowed. I mean, the passion he played with was just, you could see the team was electrified. I don't know what the hell they gave these guys. They're super freaks. Because that's exactly what they were like. It was mind-blowing. Absolutely mind-blowing. The offense came alive. 4.1 yards per rush. And that's with Lynch being thrown out. Here's another bizarre factor in the game. Lynch thrown out for going out to protect Peters. Mar- Mar- was it Mar- Marcellus Peters or whatever his name? Marcus Peters. That's his name. He's a chief. He's an Oakland guy, but he was getting pushed around by our team, and Lynch goes out to protect him from his own team? Let me get started here, but that's a buffoon. He's a joker. That is, you can't do that. We we got a 15-yard penalty on them, and then the, the ball came back 15 yards because of his poor judgment. I was in utter disbelief when I saw him, you know, put his helmet on and run on the field from the sideline. It was just uh, uncalled for, undisciplined, and he got ejected. Uh, but the other side of it, and I was made aware of this later in the game, we were so locked in at halftime, that he was actually going to push Marcus Peters away from his teammates. Kalechi Osemele was going to bury Marcus Peters. He went face mask to face mask with him. And you got to. I mean, Derek calls a quarterback draw. Allen Bailey holds him up. D. Ford hits him. But Marcus Peters, and luckily, he hit him high and did not hit him in the lower back where the broken bones are. So, but they, I, this is what these guys do. They're mean. Marcus Peters tried to hurt Derek Carr. So at that moment, uh, Marshawn Lynch, it, it, you know, coming off the bench is one thing, and he got kicked out of the game. And, and you know, DeAndre Washington will join us at 1230 uh, you know, he would have liked to have Marshawn in. I think at times they overuse Marshawn Lynch. They don't underuse him. I want Washington and Richard to get more. But uh, Marshawn Lynch coming off the bench to protect a member of the Kansas City Chiefs. And I know, you know, Chris Long did this with Kyle Long a while ago. But from every perspective, I can't wrap my brain 
around this. You, we do not want, from the Raiders' perspective where Marshawn is being paid, we do not want Marshawn Lynch getting kicked out of the game. We want Marcus Peters to get kicked out of the game. So if Kelechi and Donald Penn go after him and he winds up throwing a punch, that's good. If he's out of the game, you're, you don't have to have all these untimed downs. The Raiders win this game and they score 50 on them. If they get Peters off the field and they have to bring in Kenneth Acker, the former <laughs> Niner, as their third corner with Mitchell and Gaines. Good night. And it's just a, it's a free-for-all. So I don't understand. There's several things. And I know Marshawn is tight. But I wonder where his mind is at here because Marshawn did walk away from the game. He has to know where he is. And I know, you know, Donald Penn was talking this morning, and DeAndre will tell us when he joins us at 1230 here on the Afternoon Delight with Pop and Bonte at 95.7. The game, obviously, DeAndre and Jalen are tight with Marshawn. I'm sure Marshawn was ate up about it. Uh, it was weird. You know, he left the field. He's in the crowd. Whatever. I don't care. After he gets uh, kicked out of the game, I don't care where the hell he goes. But he cannot get kicked out of the game for one. And if his mindset, I thought he was coming in to protect Derek. And I thought, well, he's crazy, but he's Marshawn, he's street, he's going to protect his guy. I don't care who Marcus Peters is. When, when the ball gets kicked off, he's the enemy. He's just another guy in red. It's the Raiders and the Chiefs. And if, if he's going out there to push Marcus Peters away so Marcus Peters won't get disqualified, Bonte, that, that is something he's going to have to address to his teammates here because we want 22 kicked out of the game in red. You don't want 24 in white kicked out of the game. So it was... It was wild. I don't know if I've ever seen that. The Chiefs and Raiders had a situation back in 1970 when, you know, Ben Davidson speared Lenny Dawson and Otis Taylor came flying in and jumped down and it turned into a free-for-all. It reminded me of that. But I just, I'm sure Marshawn is, is down today. And he's going to be down money. They're going to fine him over $30,000. I don't think he will get suspended for the Buffalo game, but he might. Uh, but he was suspended for two and a half quarters last night when the Raiders needed him on the field, and they would have been damn glad, Bonte, if Marcus Peters was off the field. It would have been a 50-burger last night if 22 didn't play. You cannot cost your team a win and a division game on national television, you idiot. I'm done with him, man. I'm telling you. I know there's a lot of people, Lynch this, Lynch, a lot of guys were in 24 Screw him. He's that is not what you do as a teammate. I would not even if <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed if I was in the locker room, but that's not me. He was suspended for a game. I'm sad. I wish he got suspended for four games because we don't need that crap. And he's not that big of a deal. We didn't need him in the second half because Richard and Washington carried the rock, baby, like they had before he even got here. So, as far as the Lynch King goes, I wish they were suspending them for more. Because, uh, as a fan, I think that's a joke. And I think he's a joke right now. I mean, he could always change my opinion, but I don't think so. That's probably the lowest thing I've ever had seen <laughs> from a teammate. Anyway, I go on. I diverse. I'm not going to because it pissed me off. Another thing. Cook had the touchdown. The last touchdown or the first touchdown or whichever touchdown you want to talk about in the last few seconds of the game cook got the touchdown this is why when you get a reception they don't count it as a reception until you completely control the ball through the entire action of the catch and the catch didn't get completed until it was in the end zone so 
that was a bad call to begin with. And first, that the officiating crew on this game were they're not going to the postseason. I'll tell you that right now because they sucked. Andy Reid didn't say shit about the penalties when that we weren't they weren't throwing flags on the Chiefs because they mauled our receivers all day, all all day. You know, Alex Smith got he got his somebody grabbed his legs at the bottom barely didn't even try to get him big penalty Alex Smith goes into a crying or whatever and then at the end of the game him and Fat Andy well Fat Andy didn't say nothing Fat Andy Reid didn't say anything about the penalties but and the, and he got kudos for not saying anything about it on the press conference but if you'd have seen him on the sideline he was like the biggest fat baby crybaby that you've ever seen. Every single time a play. Oh my gosh, she thought he was going to have a stroke. I mean, <laughs> Andy Reid, forget it. And Alex Smith, here's a great quote by Alex. Well, I didn't see the penalty, holding penalty in the end zone, but I didn't like it. I thought it was a bad call. How smart is that? You sound like an idiot, Alex. Take your loss, take the L, and get out of here. The defense played very well. I know they got 30 points, but we're talking about a magical offense. And Kareem Hunt didn't lose a step. But with Navarro Bowman as a linebacker, that just goes to show you how important that middle linebacker is, man. That's the job. It's the glue of the defense. And this guy came in and solidified a defense that was kind of in disarray. I think that was a great job. I think the entire defense played great. McGill tried to get a pick, tipped it to the Chiefs receiver, and he went in for the touchdown. Big deal. I understand. It was bad for us. Should have been a pick, but he was trying to make a play. So either way, if he'd have missed that and not tipped the ball, he would have caught the ball too. So it's not like he would have not caught the ball anyway. So that Bowman, though... Bowman pretty much played the way we know he's going to play. He's really good in the run. Uh, he had a really good blitz on Alex Smith on a third down, which was really quietly one of the biggest plays of the game. They were facing a third down. Where were they, Bontan? The Raider 40, I think. Right. And if they pick up one more first down, they're going to get into field goal range. This young kicker they have, Harrison Butker, has a cannon <laughs> of a leg. Where the hell did they find that guy? He was on Carolina's practice squad. Jesus. Right. He looks like a pro bowler. I mean, he's just, he, the ball comes off his foot like a young Sebastian Janikowski. But so if they would have picked up that third down, they could have run the ball a couple of times, but in field goal range to go up two scores on you. When he came on that blitz and the way he just sideswiped the, the front, uh, Bowman is limited. He's much better coming forward than dropping and changing direction. They did victimize him on the Travis Kelsey touchdown. I was surprised the Raiders put him in man in that situation on a corner route. But the Raider coaches were blown away by the football intellect of Devaro Bowman. I mean, that's why you bring him in, because you got a bunch of inside linebackers that are playing D2 and D3. And right. Just, Corey James didn't even play inside linebacker at Colorado State. He was, a, he was a Sam linebacker, on-the-ball linebacker. So playing in the middle is completely different to him. And so Bowman, you know, sees the game from there. But Bowman, some of the coaches were telling me, Rod Woodson was telling me, in practice the other day, and Bowman just got there like an hour before. Corey James checked to something, and he's like, why are you checking to that? You could not check to that out of this play, whatever they were talking about. 
and he was just schooling him up on you know way to way to call defense, and you can't get into this defense after the look just we just got, and you you can't check out of that. So just having a veteran like Navarro Bowman in the very green inside linebacker room is going to help your run defense. There'll be times that he gets victimized, and I you know I I'm not. If Corey gets up and running, hopefully in Buffalo, I'd rather have Corey wear the green dot just because it's – and Bowman can call the defense. And Tony Roma made a great point last night that it's probably easier for Bowman to hear the call from Ken Norton Jr. and get it first so he can process the new terminology and then tell his teammates what the play is rather than getting it from somebody else. He's the new guy. You know, let him get the test before the open book, and then he knows it. So that made sense, but – uh, the, the reason, you know, the green dot's a problem is only one guy in the field can wear the green dot. And, and you want that guy to be on the field for a lot of snaps, where I think Corey James, when he gets healthy, and hopefully he will, he'll be on the field. There's going to be, have to be times when you get right. Navarro Bowman off the field, Bonte, because they, they're going to they're gonna make right. him cover like, like Kelsey did. But just having a grown-up and a guy who really plays the run well, I thought Navarro Bowman played a superb football game. I was shocked how well he played last night. Yeah, gave him a lift on defense. He played 97% of the snaps, 60 snaps yesterday, Pop. So he wasn't off the field much. I know he was off the field on a couple early third downs, but for the most part, he was on the field. And just speaking of the overall defense, I know they gave up 30 points yesterday. I know Alex Smith went deep on him and shredded him at times. However, in the fourth quarter, they gave up a goose egg. They did not let the Kansas City Chiefs extend the lead. Those two third downs in the fourth quarter there where Kansas City came out in the bunch formation, they did it twice on those third downs. Bowman blows it up. Then the next third down on the next possession where, really, that was for the game. Khalil Mack, Autry, they came in on the sack. So the defense, I think, in the fourth quarter really manned up. Because that's what they're going to have to do. Pop, they're a bend, but don't break defense. And in the fourth quarter, they shut out the Kansas City Chiefs. Khalil is just a monster. He's a Mack truck. You can't block that guy. He's a force of nature. And that one-hand lift again on Eric Fisher oh. last night. How does, <laughs> how does he lift NFL players that weigh 330 pounds with one hand? He had a sneaky great game, back. Pop. Sneaky great game that we're not even talking about. Khalil He's Mack was everywhere. He's a force. Bowman, what a freaking... <laughs> he is the man, and I'm so glad that we have him now because he's going to change the way teams scheme against us because they can no longer just run up the gap. He's going to stop that, and that is a great thing. And in this game, he did it all game long. I'm going to say, man, I could go over this all day long. This game was so freaking awesome, I can't even tell you. And to be there was epic. The crowd was crazy. No one had a voice coming out of that thing. And it was probably one of the best football games I've ever seen in person in my life. Thank you, Raiders. Thank you for getting it up. Thank you for doing a good job because it was a great win all the way around. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, no, it's not. Special teams. I forgot my special teams. Special teams. Marquette King puts the ball to the one-yard line. (laughs) And Patterson gets it right there. Now, that's the kind of field position that's going to help you win a game. The game was a complete win. Special teams went down, did their job. Trevecchio did his job. I mean, it was a great team win. And you could tell by Del Rio, man, what an epic victory for this organization. And probably one of the best games he had to coach in his history. Because I don't remember anything in Jacksonville ever coming this close to what this game was. It was a great time. 
Great way to leave the parking lot. Just what a fantastic victory. I mean, giddy is an understatement. And that is all I have to say about that. Well, Raider Nation, in a long week off, which is good, the rest will be needed and the revival of the bodies will be needed for the Buffalo Bills. Next Sunday, the Oakland Raiders travel to New Era Stadium. (laughs) I couldn't say that more than once. New Era Stadium in Buffalo to face the 3-3 so far. Should be 4-3 by then because they're playing Tampa Bay today. Um, Bills, and they're trying to make a mark. The Patriots look like they've got some weaknesses, and the Bills have been un- in their division, well, longer as long as they've been champions, and you got to hate that. Can you imagine being a fan of a division rival there, uh, the Jets, the Bills, and the Patriots are there with you? That'd be a tough road for any of those teams. Boy, let me tell you. And uh, the Bills think they have a chance. They're trying for it. But I can tell you this, their defense is not up to our offense by any stretch. If we play half as good as we played last week against the Chiefs, then it's going to be all on. We'll be able to win this game. We must play a complete game. That's it. That's all I have to say. We have the talent. We have the coaching. And let me just say this. I think the difference in this game was the change in the offensive line scheme. I mean, tell me, in the last four games, Carr was running for his life. He's being sacked and pressured. What is the difference between this week and that week? I think the scheme of blocking. I think they might have gone to an upside or some kind of a hybrid of the zone blocking scheme for Marshawn because that's what he's used to. Well, I think that uh, they're not going to do that anymore. I don't think they should. Whatever they used against the Chiefs, they got to use that the rest of the year because Carr was untouched. Uh, and that was a nice thing for a change in four games. And whatever they did against the Chiefs, they need to repeat that for the rest of the season. There is so much hope. We have hope in our division. We can we can pull out enough wins, stack them up so we can go to the playoffs. That would be a great thing. Two years in a row? Let's get it done, Raiders. I think we can beat the Bills. I think we can beat them at, at, in their house for sure. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, let's get right into the bone line because uh, your calls are very important because they're the best part of the show, not my blabbermouthing. So uh, 1-800-620-7181, 1-800-620-7181. Get on the bone line because this season is becoming kind of special after that skid. So I know you got to be happy about this game. Anybody that was there has got to be blown away. And I know there's a call. There's got to be a call from Raider Dan and KC. And our first caller is Raiderette Deanna. Perfect Raider fan. Great fan. Great family, by the way. What's happening, girlfriend? Hi, Greg and Randy. This is Deanne from Galt, California. 
season ticket holder for more than 10 years. I have to say most of your callers have some interesting comments and analyses, but me, I just have questions. First, where are the players that played in the first two weeks of the season, and who are these imposters that are playing now? I just don't get it. I was so happy at the home opener, thinking that finally there's proof that last season wasn't a fluke, and now we're back to the same old, same old disappointing games. I love them, but where are my guys at? Second, I wonder, will Bowman signing make any noticeable difference? I'm hopeful. And finally, what is with all the awful people in the stands this year? I've never seen so many fights in the parking lot and in the stadium, people causing trouble in the stands, getting thrown out. What is happening? I sure hope things calm down as the season progresses. Anyway, have a great week. See you on Thursday night. And yes, we did. We saw you and Renee, your husband, on Thursday night. You guys are dressed. You guys are ready. And look what happened. To my surprise, as well as yours, the Raiders. The Reels Raiders. The Super Freaks. They showed up. They took care of business. And that was a great thing to see. And as far as the, the suits in the parking lot and in the stands, absolutely. There's a lot more uh, suit and ties going around the parking lot and in the stands than I'd like to see. I don't know what they're doing, but they haven't talked to me. But, uh, yeah, I don't get that either. Let's just keep going. We got the rest of the season, but that was a good win. You got to admit it. And our next caller is Raider K from Atlanta, Georgia. What is up, bro? Raider Nation. This is Raider K. Coming out of Atlanta, Georgia. I just got through watching this game as we beat the Queese, the Kansas City Queese. I am finally happy. I've seen a good game, offensively called game. We actually beat Andy Reid at his own game. Hey, somebody has found Amari Cooper. Somebody have found Derek Carr. Great game. I'm happy. Uh, we played a, we played a very good offensive offensive game. We ran the ball. We passed the ball. We did very well. Defense gave up some yardage, but I mean, hey, Kansas City is a good got have a good offense. But we held on. We showed we showed that we have a pair. And uh, we pulled it out. If we work on our defense a little bit more, the offense seems to be starting to click. And all I can say is we need to keep it going and on to the, on to the next game. This is Raider K, and I'm out. That's true, Raider K. It was just like that. Special teams, too, did a great job. Navarro Bowman. Did a fantastic job, and I think he's going to solidify our defense uh, very well because he plays like a beast. Thanks for the call, my brother. And our next caller is the man that I expect to have this call every season, twice a year. Raider Dan from KC is calling in. You know him. You got to know him if you listen to this show. I love this guy. 
What is happening, bro? You got to be one happy mofo there in KC. Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan from KC. Man, it feels good to get that monkey off your back. I watched the rest of the game at my job, at work. I had all my gear on. They laughed at me, made fun of me. I went in the break room to watch the end of the game. They laughed at me, made fun of me, said we always beat you. Every single time we have lost to these chefs, I can't stand them. You know what I feel about them, Brady Gray, but you said no cuss. You know what I mean? Blank the Chiefs. Every time we lost, it's always been Derek Carr's fault. I'm not going to talk about him no more. He threw him on his back. He drove him down the field. When the Chiefs want the man coverage, I was sitting up there, and I said, hey, this is playing in the Derek Carr's hands. Derek Carr can carve him apart. Give him the time. Block for him. I, I, I'm, I'm very excited. I don't know if we're going to make the playoffs, but I tell you what, beating this particular team makes me feel very, very happy. Uh, bad officiating. Um, Marshawn Lynch, you know, uh, you need to talk to your brothers in that locker room. Um, I know you want out there to defend their car, and you want to take Marcus Peters, who is your friend. Uh, but tonight, he is a Kansas City Chief. You do not go and protect him. If he wants to blow his head up and get thrown out the game, and let him get thrown out the game. Let him learn. Now, uh, for where we go from there, now, I don't know. I still think Todd Dowling sucks. I'm going to get off Cooper's case. I felt he was soft as a marshmallow. He balled out. He balled out. Balls out. Can't say nothing about him no more. Cook, I felt he was scared, scared to get hit, scared to catch the ball. He balled out. He looked like the guy at Green Bay that we went out there to go get. He wanted to be the man. He wanted to be the man. And he was the man. But we already know the claw. Ah! It's Mr. Mr. Endzone, Mr. Touchdown, Mr. Clutch. And with them saying that, Raider Dan is out. Go Raiders. Yeah! I told you, Raider Dan from KC especially seeing that game at work, wearing all your silver and black to a red, yellow, and white-filled working place. <laughs> the condiments, I call them. That's mustard yellow, ketchup red, and mayonnaise white. That's the Chiefs. And he was surrounded by that, his workplace. He was going to have to listen to it all week if we lost, but we didn't. And, uh, well, the Marshawn Lynch thing, you know how I feel about that, bro. But I'm glad for you. I'm glad for anybody who came to see that game. That's an epic contest, man. To be there was so crazy. I can't even tell you. You can imagine. Thank you for the call, brother. I always love it. And our next caller is a Sin City Raider. Yeah, he's there in Sin City, all right. What's happening, brother? You'll be getting our team pretty soon. What you got? What up, Raider Greg? This is uh, the Sin City Raider calling from Vegas. 
I told you I would call first time, long time. I want to say, first of all, welcome back, Amari Cooper, from your hibernation. Man had more yards and catches in one game than he had all year total. Welcome back, Derek Carr. Man was in the zone. Plain and simple. Grass tried to rob us, but they couldn't do it. I also want to say is that Ken Norton needs to go. Alex Smith looked look like the second coming of Steve Young. Unbelievable. The Gold Raiders, this was it, a statement game. We made the statement at home where the whole world could watch on prime time. This is the Sin City Raider from Vegas, and I'm out. Well, that is faux show. Cooper showed up. Carr showed up. The defense really did do a pretty good job to a epic offense that could could have rolled us uh, real early in the game. I think the defense played pretty damn well uh, for what they had going against them. We had a couple of things go go against us. McGill could have got that interception. I mean, it was a tough, close battle. Uh, Ken Norton, well, you know how I feel about the defense, but uh, I don't know if he's getting any help. I think Navarro Bowman is going to really clean up our defense because that's that's the weakest point, uh, that and the defensive backs. But I do believe that uh, we can cover that with Nelson and Amerson, TJ Carey. I think we can do it. We can continue to win with this team. There's no doubt. Thank you for the call, Sin City brother. And our next call is short but very sweet. My good brother, Raider Damian from Placer County. The guy is the bomb. What's happening, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, Raider Damian from Placer County. I will keep this as short as I possibly can. Well said, my brother. That's what it was like at the end of the game. It was crazy. And our next color is the R-V-A Raider from Richmond, Virginia. What's happening, brother? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Trip from Richmond, Virginia, a.k.a. the R-V-A Raider. Just want to say that I've talked myself down off the ledge for the time being. Tonight's game, obviously... Ended in incredible fashion. My hat's off to the defense. They really stepped up when they needed to. Uh, I was a little doubtful there in the fourth quarter, but they got it done. And there were some positive things to be seen on the offense. I thought that uh, Amari finally did a great job, obviously, with two touchdowns. That was huge. Crabtree had a big game, too, making that game-winning catch at the end. However, I am very disappointed with beast mode, to say the least. Absolutely ridiculous, him coming off the bench. When the O-line seemed to have things under control when Carr had that late hit on him. And then the fact that he didn't even have the decency to stay in the building watching the game in the locker room and hanging out with the team after the W, which is very disappointing. And you know what? DeAndre Washington, Jalen Rashard, they were getting it done tonight. And they've had a lot more production than Beast Mode has. So, you know what? I'm really kind of feeling like we don't really need him. And he's not really contributing that much. 
But obviously, feeling good after the win tonight. It's just it's a huge weight off my shoulders. After the first, uh, after the second win of the season, I booked a ticket to go to Miami to see us play the Dolphins. So obviously, I had uh, some big concerns about going to that game. But uh, hopefully, you know, feeling good about Buffalo. And so if we win that one, we're going to be 4-4. Four four, so Miami could be a big one for us. That'll put us in the win category. So let's get it turned around, Raiders. Tonight, that was the start of turning it around for the season. Obviously huge. I'm really excited. And hopefully, we got a wild card shot. All right, Raider Randy, Raider Greg, this is the RVA Raider. I'm out. Well, first of all, I totally agree with the beast mode comment. I don't get it. I don't think there's any justification for it, and we don't need them. Those are the three things I would say. And, you know, as far as our the rest of the season goes, we should be able to play this well or better the rest of the year. Our defense should improve by the, by the end of the year, and our offense should finally start kicking. Let's hope. We can only hope, because if this team starts to show up like this every week, we're definitely, and we're not out of the division yet. We beat the number one in the division. We got to beat him again. We can beat him again at home. It's over, bro. So I know it's a not, it's a miracle. We could get another miracle. We'd have a couple more miracles, or we could just win those games because we're better. And I think we're better. I don't think it's going to take a miracle. I knew this team was there. So did everybody calling this freaking bone line. We all knew they were there. We didn't know where they were. Thanks for the call, brother. And our next caller is Raider Jim from the East Coast. What you got for us, bro? Raider Greg, Raider Randy. This is Raider Jim calling from the East Coast. And I called late last night after the game, man, and I don't even know what I said. I was so excited. But I got to thinking about it, and I said, I don't even think I told Raider Greg who I was. So this is Raider Jim from the East Coast. I don't know if you already had your call line upset, but I wanted to call anyway, man, because I remembered that you said you were taking your son to the Raider game and that you hoped your son got a win. And, man, I just want to say, not only did your son see a win, that was – man, I can't imagine what it would have been like to to, been, to be there, actually be there. Because just just being in front of my TV last night, man, the, the excitement, oh, my gracious, the nerves, the, the, uh, the sweat, the heart palpitations, the blood pressure – the overeating, trying to calm my emotions, everything, man. It was like all I could, all I could think one part, well, I shouldn't say all I could think. One of the things I was thinking was, man, I'm glad I don't drink anymore because I would have been hitting the sauce hard. But, uh, man, the Raiders won, and I'm celebrating with the Raider Nation today. I'm, I'm celebrating with you guys that are out there in Oakland Man, it felt good. And I know we're all kind of breathing a sigh of relief today. And, and we all realize that, you know what, we still got some problems on the team. Uh, we've still got some issues. You know, the, the, the defense gave up a lot of yards, a lot of big plays. But the defense also came up with, with huge play when we needed it. You know, Sack and Smith getting the ball back, stopping the Chiefs twice to give the Raiders two chances 
with the ball. And then that last drive, man, you know, it was just some clutch catches, some clutch throws. You know, there was some officiating that, you know, both teams could say, what? You know, but, but man, I, I guess we've come to realize as Raider fans, that's part of football. Um, you know, we're used to getting some calls that we were thinking, what in the world's the official looking at? So, you know, maybe maybe the Chiefs are thinking that on a, on a couple of, uh, well, Crabtree's last catch. You know, maybe he pushed off a little. Uh, but I don't know about how you feel, but I, I feel like I see that pretty regularly in the NFL as receivers get that separation so they can get a play on the ball. But um, anyway, man, I'm just happy the Raiders won. Happy for Derek Carr. Happy for Amari Cooper. Man, breakout game for Cooper. He dropped a couple of them, but, man, he made some great big plays. So it was awesome. And I just had to call back, man, because I was so fired up last night. I don't even know what I said. So, uh, and I did, I don't think I gave my name. So keep up the podcast, Greg and Randy. We appreciate it. Congratulations to you and your son, Greg. Uh, Hopefully your son enjoyed the win and God bless y'all, man. Thank you. Well, that was a great call, brother. Your first one was a little out of control, but this one was perfect. And yeah, I did take my son and yes, he was surprised as I was. That the Super Freaks showed up and gave us a performance like no other. Dude, this is like the Heidi game. This is like the Holy Roller. This is like the Kansas City Chiefs get punked. I don't even know what to call this game. It's the no time left win. The no time left victory. Or plays after the game. I don't know what to call it, but they got to come up with a name for it because it's that epic. Thanks for the call, and God bless you too, brother. And our next caller is the Chucktown Raider from South Carolina. He's got some wisdom. I think it's pretty funny, but think about it. If you've been a fan for a while, think about what he said. It's pretty funny. Raider Greg, Raider Randy. Hey, this is the Chucktown Raider from South Carolina. Hey, fellas. uh, Hey, Raider Nation. I just want to (laughs) say... We're still in there, man. Just uh, just like, uh, what was that, 2001? Uh, I can't remember. It was 2001, 2002 when uh, we started off the season with <laughs> with 0 and 4. But uh, anyway, uh, I just want to say uh, don't get your hopes too high. Um, seeing this team uh, looking like they did last night, it, it reminded me that this is the Raiders, okay? Um, they are as good as they're going to be, um, right now. That is after last night. Um, and that's as good as we can count on them being. It's a beautiful mess when they're doing what they can do. Um, they're going to drop passes. Don't, don't try to, don't try to tell yourself that they're going to be better than that. They're not, they're not, (laughs) they're just not. They're going to drop the easiest passes. They're going to make the most ridiculous mistakes. And when they're all playing great, they're going to have uh, 200 yards worth of penalties. When they're done, we're not having penalties, they're not going to be able to do anything else on that football field. So just appreciate W like I've learned to do. I- I've been conditioned. It, it took me, uh, it took me uh, 38 years to get here, man, but uh, I finally understand how things work. And if you think about it, um, uh, Way back, way back into the 80s, uh, the, the, the earliest Raiders games I can ever remember. 
they were never clean. They were never pristine. They were never uh, dominant. Uh, they were always um, making mistakes all over the field, but doing enough to uh, pull out a win. So, uh, so just appreciate the W, everybody. And uh, love you, Raider Nation. Hang in there, because I'm out. That's so funny, bro. You should say that. That we're never been that smooth. No, we never been that kind of team. That's true. I mean, we fiddle fumbled our way through it, but as long as you get the W, I guess it doesn't matter. This is our team. This is our this is our team. We we've, we've witnessed this forever. I'm glad that you can get to that point of of calm because I'm waiting for it and I, I've been a fan pretty close. Uh I hope it doesn't take me another forty years to finally settle down because these this team, no matter what, always gets my blood pressure through the roof, bro. No matter what. So I can't have a... I just don't have a Cavalier on this one. I can't because uh, it's too much. And you know what I mean. Thanks for the call, bro. And our next caller is the Pomona Raider. What's up, bro? What up, Raider Nation? This is the Pomona Raider, Alex. Yeah, boy. I know y'all liked that win last night. Yeah. Oh, so good. I, I was doing a call yesterday, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, but, uh, you know, I was a little inebriated, had a little too many daddy sodas, and I was freaking excited, man. Coming down to the very end, man, that was that was pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. Uh, I got to pat myself on the back because I got to say that I I called out Market King a couple of weeks ago and Amari Cooper. And I know it wasn't the, the the best thing to do. I know I know you guys didn't agree with it, um, but man, they both showed up big time this game. Sometimes you know you gotta give a little nudge of a nudge of encouragement, you know, you know, some uh, reverse psychology on them, you know, because you know yeah, they did pretty well. Ah, uh, just joking, guys. But um, hell of a win. Exciting, exciting. Mark Cooper finally went off, and that's what we need to do. You see that play action he was running? They're running. See them going deep all, all, all game long? You know, running game still was kind of uh, spotty at best. Now, we had some big runs, and we had a lot of, you know, st- getting stuck at the line. But being able to use Jerry Marchard and, and DeAndre Washington in the short pass game to get them open in space, that helped us out a lot. That's what we were doing last year. And I love Marshawn. I think Marshawn, when he plays, he runs hard. But it's just a totally different offense when we open it up and we, we just start using – if we can't run the ball, we do dump-offs to the running backs when they're in space, and they, they take off for seven, eight yards. And that's what we're doing last year. You know, but um, defense – oh, dude, Bowman, for, for three days, he said he did 40 hours of prep before the game. I mean, that's a, that's a freaking experienced veteran right there, he said. But it's worth it because they, I had to do it. So, I mean, he had the green dot. He was calling the, the defensive plays on three days – with us that's awesome now shout out to him i don't think i beat a lot man but what can you say man tyree kill runs a freaking four four three two or something like that so i mean dude's dude, the fast guy man they should have gave him more safety help uh, nelson's just a bit slow man i'm gonna see um luani in there i think he'll do a lot better or even Ovi in a couple weeks but um it's it's uh it's, let's shout out the raider nation man i mean that was a hell of a win we needed that you know to to get our you know our hopes up that maybe we could make the playoffs we start playing like that with the offense, offense again, 31 points a game. Last year averaging 24, not this, you know, BS, you know, 16 or whatever we're averaging before that. That's what we need. So, 
Oh, man. I know you guys are excited. I'm excited. I was a hell of a win against a very, very, very quality opponent, and, and including in our division and stuff. So um, one thing is, man, I told my uncle, man, that uh, I, had read, I read something on Bleacher Report saying how Al Davis was pissed at Lane Kiffin because on Lane Kiffin's last game, he was going to fire him anyways. Lane Kiffin knew that, so he trotted us out there at a home game in our white jerseys, pissed off Al Davis and uh, because he said, Al Davis says, we always wear black at home. And uh, and then that's when he put up Jankowski out there to hit a 76-yard field goal from like beyond half um, half the field. So, anyways, he ended up getting fired. And um, reading that post, and I was like, and I, I didn't know on this color rush, how come we weren't wearing our black jerseys? I want to see them in all black, you know. So I was a little pissed off, and I was like, that's disrespecting even Al Davis. Al Davis did great, you know, because he said we were all black at home. But uh, if they do these white jerseys with these silver numbers, bro, these all AFL jerseys, and we play like that. Man, I don't care. We could be like the stupid cowboys and we're white all damn for the rest of the year and shit. Oh, sorry about that, but uh, but yeah. So, anyways, I'm sorry. I'm rambling now, but just super excited. Uh, good job, Randy. I didn't tell you. Good job. I didn't call the last couple weeks. I tried to give a couple weeks, but you did a great job um, stepping in for Ready Greg. Ready Greg, I, you need that vacation, man, up on that boat. You know what I'm saying? I wish I was there with you, man. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to see you guys, try to get to the bad boys of barbecue um, uh, when we go play the, when we play the cowboys. So, I'll be up there. So yeah, Ritter Greg. Hey man, I'll see you there, dude. We'll eat some beer, drink some beers, and eat some 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 ribs or something together, man. All right. One last thing. One last thing. Uh, shout out to Todd Downing because he took a lot of flack. All of us talking trash, and we'll keep talking trash if he has play calling, like he had in the past. But this game, he really opened it up, and even Crafty said we had no choice. We had to open it up and play to win the game. So I think he played, called him a pretty damn good good uh, good game. Um, and, uh, told my kids last night, cause I shouted them out three weeks ago and they go, well, how does anybody know we're here? Okay. Shout out to Raider Rissa. Shout out to Raider Caleb and my boobs. You know what I'm saying? My wife, big Heidi <laughs> and my cousin Damien. We're in this bad boy. See, I almost cussed right there, but I'm not. All right, guys. I'm out. Later. Great call, bro. As always. I mean, great contributor to, for sure to the show. Um, yeah, I know. Marshawn, we didn't need him. We didn't need Marshawn in the, the second half. Washington and Richard handled the ball. 4.1 yards per carry average. And it was kind of hokey because we would run a lot of these one and two yard first downs, but then we'd bust out a you know seven, eight, ten yard run. So it averaged out to 4.1 yards per carry. I don't know, man. I think the defense played pretty damn good. I think uh if we can put up the points like we're doing, we got to just keep doing it. And Downing, got to give him props, man, when he did the right thing. Because this is not the last four games. This is not the same team. This is not the same scheme as four games. The last four skid. No way. No way. No how. So hopefully he learned a lesson and he'll keep his job. <laughs> maybe, he will. maybe he will. Maybe he won't. We'll see by the end of the year, bro. And our next caller, my very good brother, the three six old Raider. He's back in the saddle. I love to hear it, bro. I hope you watched this game. I think you did. And I think you pretty much enjoyed the crap out of it. What's up, bro? What's going on, Raider Nation, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? It's the three six old Raider coming in from Bellingham, Washington. Um, I lifted my ban 
on the Raiders and the NFL. Been watching the last couple weeks. Took what Raider Greg said to heart. Put the politics aside. Got back to the got back to the situation at hand, which was football. And uh, things are all well. Hell of a win yesterday. Um, calling on the uh, calling tail end here of the Kansas City game. I uh, I've I've been stressed in life, but this team this team really uh, does it for me as far as the stress level goes. But um, an exciting way to win that the Coliseum was rocking. Um, this is the this is one that we definitely needed, and I'm somewhat reminiscent of 2002, where one well 2002 we won the first four, lost the next four, and then picked it up. Where this one's a little bit different. Started two and zero, dropped four. But here's the thing that those two seasons have in common. We did it against an AFC West opponent in prime time. Now, I'm not uh, trying to put the card on before the horse. Still a lot of football left to be played. Um, Should have won against San Diego. And, you know, this one against KC, I'm glad that we won. Uh, But we just got to go one at a time, uh, three and four. Got to get back to 500 football and more. But things are looking better. Um, I'm, I'm liking what I see. Now we just need to keep our foot on everybody's throat and continue to hold the choke and put people down in submission. I think this team could do it. They figured out a way to get past themselves yesterday. They played well. They executed well. Um, you know, Carr looked great. Uh, you know, he looked great under pressure. That's you know, that's the kind of way that the guy plays, man. The guy plays. Uh, guy plays and performs when his back's up against the wall. Uh, that's what he did last season, and you know, we we won twelve. Uh, we got some bumps in the road. A couple of tough ones. Can't go to sleep on Buffalo. Can't go to sleep on on. Uh, on Miami. So got a couple of tough ones up ahead of us on the road. And then we have a home road game down there, down Mexico way there to play, uh, play New England. I think these are all very winnable games, but they're only winnable if we don't get our, in our own way. So with that, I am going to sign off. Happy about the Raiders. Winning on Thursday against the Chiefs. I'm excited. Let's keep the let's keep the ball rolling. I'm the three six zero Raider. I'm out. I am so glad that you lifted your band just in time to see the best game of the season. Regardless of what we do the rest of the year, this will be a game remembered. I think it'll be a classic that'll never be forgotten. Honestly. Because primetime, number one. Incredible comeback, number two. We had no chance, number three. It's just a Raider win. It's just one of those one of those wins in history that we we get. And when we, we entertain, it's crazy. I love it. I'm glad you're watching football again, bro. 
I'm sure you're enjoying it. I know I am. And at the stadium, it was freaking nuts. And our next caller, my very good brother, good friend, great fan, the Nebraska Raider. What up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? This is Nebraska Raider calling in. Man, oh my goodness. That game on Thursday night, I swear I had five freaking heart attacks within the last minute. Holy crap. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I already – so I'm going to just let everybody else talk about it because we already know what happened. We, we, we all were watching it, and I was watching it with my uncle, who's a diehard Chiefs fan. So, <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. It's so sweet to – oh, just rub it in. Let's rub it in. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait until the next podcast comes out. And, uh, oh, my gosh. And then, okay, so this whole Amari Cooper thing, he ain't getting off. Well, guess what? He done got off, son. And uh, Carr, four, I think, what was it, like three, 300 yards, 400 yards? I think, well, I, I don't know. I don't know the stats, but, I mean, I just had to wait a couple of times, you know, just to, re- like, rewatch the game because they had it on here. Obviously, it was locally or it was national, so I recorded it and watched it like two more times, and I'll probably watch it like another ten times before the next game. But man, I'm just glad that the, you know I saw Crusader Raider in the stands. I'm so glad that he was able to see a epic, epic, epic freaking win in the black hole on Thursday night with you know DC Amari Cooper Crabtree. Uh, Jared Cook, what a great signing. Oh, my gosh. And you know what? Um, just to touch on it, like the sour note, you know, I, I, I hope that, uh, you know, they don't uh, fine or suspend. Well, I hope they don't suspend uh, Lynch in the games, but they probably will fine him. Uh, that was just kind of a – he's from Oakland, man. You know, that's his attitude that, you know, he's going to go out there and, you know, protect – I think he was protecting Peters, his uh, cousin. But uh, anyway, so – you know what? It's it's freaking football. Let it let it go. Let it be. I don't know if you know anybody else's uh, opinion differs on that, which probably does, because opinions are like assholes. Everybody has one. Excuse my language, but that, but it's true. And um, and then uh oh, on another note, um, these uh Thursday night football color rush things, the jerseys, you know, all white or you know, like all red. Now I dig it. If we're wearing all white, like last year, I went out to Kansas City and it was Thursday night football, and we and we were wearing all white, and they weren't all red; they're wearing their home colors. We're wearing our white colors, but wouldn't it be bad freaking ass if we were wearing all freaking black or even silver, but not white at home? Come on, man, that's ridiculous. So I mean, and I, I guess they like to differentiate the uh, colors. Because, you know, some people out there are unfortunately colorblind. But, okay, so what you do is we dress in all black. They dress in all white. That's one of their condiment colors. So just do it that way. Anyway, that, uh, what an epic game, 31-30. to 30. What, a, what, what, a, what a redemption game after losing by one point last week and then losing or winning, winning by one point this week. And uh, you know what? We need Janikowski back. I know Tavecchio hit, you know, in the first game he hit like 250-some yarders. But you know what? He missed 
on the extra point last week. I know it was a high snap. And then he missed on what two field goals uh, uh, this previous game. So we need Jano back. And I think we'll get him back uh, what within the next week or two. And Obi Milifonwu. And hopefully, uh, you know, Gary Conley can uh, get back into the mix-up. So, anyway, I just want to give my two cents on the game. I'm freaking stoked. You know what? Chiefs, quote-unquote, best team in the league. My ass. And uh, you know what? We took them out. We took them out. So, now on to the Bills. And, uh, we got, we, man, we just got to go out there and crush them, man. Just got to go out there and crush them. And I tell you what, oh, one more thing. Okay, so Beast Mode was out, but Beast Mode wasn't out because DeAndre Washington looked like Beast Mode on that goal line. Oh, my gosh. Off of three freaking tackles, and he just kept on churning and churning and churning. Oh, my gosh. And then Crabtree. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> he did push off on that one. He did push off slightly. But um, he came through. He came through on that last one. So, and uh, you know what? It's just, it's been so good, you know, just to be a Raider fan. Uh, it's always good to be a Raider fan, but it's excellent to be a Raider fan when you win. So hopefully my call gets through, uh, Randy and Greg. And uh, God bless. Love the Raider Nation. One love. This is Nebraska Raider. And I am out. Go Raiders! That is a great take, and seeing it with a Kansas City fan must have been funny because he thought he was going to win. Everyone told he was going to win. He knew he was going to win. You had doubts about your team, I know, because I did, and look what happened. I bet you he was not very happy at the end. I love it, bro. I love it. And our last call, but never least, Raider Mystic. My good brother from Bend, Oregon. What is happening, brother? Wow, what a game, guys. What a freaking game. This is Raider Mystic. Chilling in the break room on Saturday morning. It's 5.30 a.m. Coming in to work an extra 15-hour day. Had to work a 15-hour day the day before the game because the boss said I could come and play. Originally, I wasn't even planning on going to this game. At the last minute, someone gave me a pair of tickets in the 10th row behind the 50 for the Oakland Raiders. And, yeah, man, I'm not going to say much more than this. I know everyone's freaking out, I'm sure, but I'm still feeling it. It's Saturday morning. I still got the rush. I still get goosebumps and uh getting to bring my 10 year old to that game was epic i mean last night he was going to sleep watching the plays over and over again on youtube just like amazed so awesome experience but the greatest thing of all was that my kid was there with me so epic love the game love the time go raiders 5 a.m Let's do this 15-hour shit to make up for our peace. Yeah, man, I heard you on 95.7 The Game, the post-game show on the way home. Uh, you called in, and you said you drove all the way down there with your son. And I, I, I messaged you on Facebook because I had brought my son, too. And uh, what a game to see. What a game, bro. 
Uh, I can't even. This is what creates Raider Nation right here. This is what does it, bro. And uh, you're a great fan. for You put so much into this team. Pretty crazy. Thank you for the call, brother. It's always good. Well, that will do it for this edition of the Raider Nation podcast. And uh, we look forward to seeing the Bills at... Uh, what is it called? Stadium again? I don't, I don't, I don't even remember. I can't. But they're home field, and uh, so we got to go take care of business like we do. And we hope we brought this team with us on the away game because uh, we're going to need this for the next two contests for sure. And then we got the Patriots coming up. I can't wait for that contest. As long as we keep winning, we got to stack up these wins to get to the playoffs. Raider Nation, what a freaking game! And one more thing, Crabtree, I don't think I gave him enough credit. Man, the crab has got the crab claws and that football, and we get the ball to him in the end zone. He's almost 100%. He is a great receiver. What a pickup. I can't say enough about the crab. So along with that, I am Raider Greg, and I am out. <laughs>